Welcome to Gulf Life Now, where you can learn about all things real estate and life on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Your host is Bill Anderson, who includes his considerable knowledge and personal experiences about relocating to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Whether you're buying, selling, or just interested in living on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, this podcast is for you. Thanks for coming by. Today I want to talk about alternative mortgage financing. I'm going to surprise some of you, and I want you to listen carefully with what I have to say because this type of financing, which I will soon discuss with you, is not necessarily the kind that everyone should get into. This isn't like going out and getting a loan from a government-backed security such as um, veterans or any one of the FHA loans or even a conventional loan. This is entirely different and it comes with some risk, not a tremendous risk, but some risk. So let's talk about it now. There are a couple of names for this in the industry called uh, subject to or uh, wrap around. And of course, you know how we have to rename everything. Uh, it'll probably come up with a new name and it'll probably be called a hack. Uh, everything that has been done for a long time is now called a hack. So I just wanted to throw that out for you. And let's get into what we talk about on the subject two for financing. Now, if you've had trouble getting a loan, you're self-employed, or you uh, don't have a lot of cash to put down payment, or you have a poor credit history because you've just done some dumb things, or, you know, stuff happens. You got a divorce and it caused you some grief financially. Uh, you failed to pay your credit cards. Um, I'm not going to get into all this with you. I think you know where you're at. Uh, and the fact is that you need some help. And so this type of loan may be the best kind of loan for you. So before I uh, get you uh, falling off the edge of your seat wondering what it is I'm going to talk to you about, Uh, The terms are probably not familiar to you, the subject to or the wrap around. What I mean by this is, and this is real simple, I'll tell you how it it works um, and then how, how we make it work for you. Essentially, let's take someone who has a loan on a property. Uh, let's say that that property is being uh, sold for $200,000 and the owner of that property uh, owes $100,000 to the bank. So they have $100,000 in equity and they want to sell that property to you. And of course, you would like to buy that property. Unfortunately, you can't get a loan for a variety of reasons we just discussed. So the owner might be prevailed upon to essentially do owner financing. And what this entails in is the subject to or the wraparound. I'm going to call it a wraparound because that's what it was called when I did my first one many years ago. Uh, And basically, you take that initial mortgage that's still there. The property owner owes $100,000 to the bank. They're making payments on that. And they sell you the house for $200,000. They retain the same mortgage that they have had for a number of years on that property. And let's say that that mortgage payment right now is 
about $800 a month, plus, oh, another, let's say, $200 a month for taxes and insurance, you know, roughly. So basically $1,000 a month the current owner is paying to the mortgage company. Well, you decide that you want to buy that house, and the owner decides that the owner is going to finance it for you. So you'll come in with a down payment, something like, in this case, $5,000 maybe, or $10,000. It's not going to be a huge amount of money. It won't be anywhere near what you'd normally have to come in with. Now, you can get a 3.5% FHA loan if you have credit that will uh, be able to handle that. But as I mentioned, you're one of those people who can't get a loan for whatever the reason. And so you have a, a few thousand dollars that you can put down, and this is how it works. You agree to give the owner $5,000. The owner agrees to give you a loan for $1,995,000. That reflects the $5,000 that you have provided to the owner. And the owner agrees to charge you 9% rate. That's an annual percentage rate. And while you might think 9 is a lot, the owner is risking a great deal because they've only taken a few thousand dollars from you. You could possibly damage the house, causing them some problem with it. So for the fact that you're getting a loan without the credit reports and all of the details and paying the credit fees that you would pay normally when you get a loan, uh, so you're going to save a lot of money on this, you're going to have to pay uh, a little bit higher interest rate. Now this is going to be amortized over 30 years. That means that they're going to take this loan and look at it as if you have uh, payments over 30 years. However, you won't. Uh, the payments will look like they're a, one payment every month for 30 years, but the loan will come due in five years. This is a balloon note. So you're not paying this based on paying off the loan in five years. It's the ability for you to find a way to improve your credit status and earn more money to put down if that's necessary at the time. I'll talk to you about that in just a moment. Basically, you're going to be making 61 payments. You're going to make a payment every month for approximately $2,164 a month on this loan. That will include insurance and taxes, my estimate of what those would be. And you're going to make those payments for 60 months. The 61st payment will be the balance that's due on the loan of $186,966. So that when you started out with the 200000 you took 5000 off because you put that down as a down payment, and you will have paid a little over $8,000 in principal payment, reducing that loan balance down to a total of $186,966 that is due on the 61st month. That will give you time, as I mentioned, to get your act together, if you will, so that you can get a regular loan. Now, you don't have to wait that long. It may take you a year, two years, three years to get your credit done. But usually within two to three years, you can get everything cleaned up and get your credit in good shape so you can go out and get a regular loan. That will give you a, a permanent 30-month fixed rate loan. 
at probably a much lower interest rate depending on what's going on at the time as I'm speaking to you the market is right at about 7.25 percent so if that were to fall in the next five years for example down to maybe 6.25 percent you would have a significant reduction in the interest that you're paying when you get the new loan and it means your monthly payment would drop as well because you're not going to be paying on the balance at, at the beginning which is 195,000 you're going to be paying on $186,000 so essentially you recast the loan for 30 years so if you're confused uh, try to hang in there with me here and I'll give you as much as I can to kind of clear this up for you so basically you're going to be paying the owner of this property for the next five years the amount of two thousand one hundred sixty four dollars that's your mortgage payment include including taxes and insurance now what he is going to do is make the mortgage payment that he's supposed to be making at about a thousand dollars a month and he's gonna pocket the difference because that's his he sold you the house for two hundred thousand it's likely he has a much lower mortgage payment and interest rate but he gets to keep all of that that's his you've agreed to pay that uh, based on the purchase of two thousand less the five hundred dollars and so basically your mortgage is wrapping around his mortgage so let me explain how that happens and there are ways to protect both parties in this uh, often we suggest that the borrower um, not the seller but the borrower make the payment directly to the mortgage company that way you know it is being made uh, and there are ways that the borrower can know that that payment is being made and everybody is satisfied with that the borrower and the owner uh, and so everyone's satisfied with that program the issue is that these more this type of mortgage is usually not permitted by the lender the original lender the bank that made the loan to the seller there is a due on sale clause that almost all mortgages have which says that when you sell the property you must pay off the mortgage well the process that you would go through with this purchase is very similar to the way you would do it if you were getting an original mortgage from someone without any previous mortgage and you were buying the property um, and that is you would go through the escrow office or the attorney's office and you'll do all of the due diligence work that's necessary the title search and obtain a deed for your property so in fact you would own that property because the ownership of the property has has nothing to do with the lien on the property that's entirely different ownership is uh, who's you know who who that property belongs to is recorded at in the county and that doesn't make any difference whether that uh, property is paid for or it has a mortgage lien against it so it it's there's no issue with actually getting a deed to the property what could come up though is if the mortgage company that has the original lien against the property decides to uh, and by the way the, the term subject to that means subject to the original mortgage that's where that comes in so it's the same as a wraparound but that's where they come and, and let you know and say hey you're buying this property subject to the original conditions of the original mortgage 
and the conditions of the original mortgage could say that there's a due on sale clause. Now, what happens if they find out? If they find out, they could do nothing. They could say, uh, why don't you apply for a loan and we'll try to give you a loan. Try is the operative term. Or they can say, you need to, to the original seller, you need to pay off this loan in 30 days. And they'll give you 30 days to do that. Okay, so within 30 days, a number of things have to happen. That loan has to get paid off, and perhaps the original seller can actually pay the loan off if they have the funds to do that, and that your, your in-place wraparound mortgage stays that way. Um, if they can come up with $100,000. They might be able to get a second mortgage on the property or on another property to come up with 100000 that they owe the bank and pay that mortgage off. That's one way to do it. Another one is for you to get a loan at that point in time. Now, that may be a month, two months, six months, two years down the road. We're not sure. Um, and uh, worst-case scenario is that they uh, will uh, foreclose on the property and then you'll have to move. That is the worst case scenario. Well, considering that you put down a very small amount of money and the agreement, the purchase agreement can cover that where you get that money back, for example, if the owner has to uh, abandon the property or if it gets foreclosed, they can't afford to pay because the due on sale clause comes up. Uh, there's a way to protect yourself and get that money back. Uh, this is a pretty common thing that's going on, and there's more of this now than there has been for a long time, uh, and that's mainly because the interest rates on these houses that are being sold are real low, and it allows the seller to uh, retain a, a pretty nice income by selling it to you while they continue to see that that mortgage payment is made. So there are some issues with the due on sale clause. Now there's no reason that the mortgage company would know this. Uh, you're not going to tell them. The uh, seller is not going to tell them. You're going to simply make that payment every month from your bank account. And there's no reason for any type of communication with you. The original seller will be the person that r receives any communication from the, uh, uh, from the original lender. Now with internet uh, out there, you can have access to the lender information as well, just like the original owner. He could just put you on there for it. So it's, it is a risk. It's a fairly low risk. Now I'm saying that to you, but you make the decision about whether it's a high risk for you or a low risk for you uh, when you discuss the entire situation. Now there are other uh, situations too where the owner may in fact uh, owe very, very little on the mortgage. Maybe they owe twenty-five dollars or $30,000 and they could easily pay that off. In fact, if you had enough cash to give to them, uh, you could require them as part of your agreement to actually pay off the original note. So there's a lot of ways that this can work for you and it's up to you to negotiate this uh, with, you should work with a real estate agent uh, and then, of course, with a closing attorney who can do the, the note uh, for the owner. Uh, if you happen to be an owner and you're listening to this and you want to be able to sell to someone, then uh, the attorney will actually do all of the legal paperwork for you. They'll create the, the note, the deed of trust, 
and the uh, sale documents for you. Well, the real estate agent will do that for you too. But you can wrap all of this up in a nice, good, legal, solid package where everybody gets what they need from this. And then you come up with the agreement that neither one of you will communicate to the mortgage company that there's a wraparound that's in play here. So I'm going to tell you uh, my personal experience. The first time this ever happened, I actually did not intend to, to become involved in a wraparound. I made an offer to uh, this uh, young lady who was selling her house and it came with five rental units on the property behind it. We were about a week from closing and I found that they were going to take her property from her through foreclosure in about two days. Uh, we didn't have time to get a loan. We had already talked to the bank, but the bank could not process uh, and get it all done. And the other bank uh, wasn't going to budge on that foreclosure, and that was going to be it. So the only way we could do this was to make up those back payments, three payments, three monthly payments that were behind, and uh, we went to the bank and brought in cash and made up all three of those payments, and the foreclosure process stopped immediately. Um, then we, um, of course, we by that time we had already had our agreement and we uh, had decided that we were going to pay her X dollars at the time right up front uh, and that included the paying off the mortgage and then we were going to um, pay her X dollars more once we sold the property or we refinanced it. So. Uh, we just kept on going. We were making the payments. Everything was fine for about a year. And then one day she received something from the mortgage company. And she called them up and said, don't send me any more information. I don't own the property. And I don't know what she was thinking. She doesn't know what she was thinking, but that was it. Next thing we heard was she received a letter. And they we had 30 days to um, pay that mortgage off. Well, fortunately, that gave us enough time to get a loan on the property, and we were able to uh, take that and pay off that other mortgage. Um, so that's the first time. That was one where we were kind of forced into it. But it shows you this is a kind of option that you have if you're a seller and you need to get out. If you are in the same situation that maybe you're going to lose the property, this may be a way to put somebody in there and keep that property. If you're a buyer... This may be a great way for you to be able to get into a property with very little down. As a matter of fact, some sellers uh, may have put themselves in a position where they're desperate and uh, you might be able to actually get in there with little or no uh, dollars down uh, under the same kind of circumstances. So I'm just letting you know that this is out there for you and you're not going to be able to go through any finance company to be able to pull all of this off you need to find a real estate agent that knows the, about this type of loan, these types of loans subject to and wraparound, and uh, be able to help you get through that process and negotiate with the uh, buyer and the seller together to work this out. Uh, the seller is going to have to pay the real estate agent a commission, and that can come from the down payment that the buyer is making. Uh, and then the seller and the buyer are going to have to work out the closing costs. 
but this will be a lot less expensive for a buyer because the buyer is not going to be paying mortgage origination points and other costs. They're going to be the basic kinds of expenses that you need to close, a few thousand dollars for the closing escrow slash attorney fees and the title insurance. And then you've got a loan. Now that clock starts to tick and you've got five years to do it. So if you start working on everything you need to work on to be able to get a regular 30-year fixed loan um, at a decent interest rate, you've got plenty of time in five years to be able to do that. Even if you have terrible credit, most credit will be cured in about uh, two to three years, really on the top side. By five years, uh, even really, really bad credit should be in good shape if you've done everything you can to make sure that you don't make it worse and you're improving it all the way. Well, thank you very much for coming to Golf Life Now. Uh, this is a service of Logan Anderson Gulf Coastal Realtors. If you're in the market for a home on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, uh, please contact us. Go to our website, Logan Anderson, that's L-O-G-A-N-A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N-L-L-C dot com, or Gulf Coastal Realtors, with an S, dot com. Either one of those will take you to our website. You can see some terrific homes there. Uh, and again, if you need some assistance with uh, buying or selling or investment property, please don't hesitate to contact us. And we hope you come back and listen to our other podcasts.